Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa, and welcome to episode 72 of the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favorite and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were Ride 4 and FIFA 21. The games coming out this week include Red Wings Aces of the Sky, Forgone, NHL 21, G.I. Joe Operation Blackout, Torchlight 3, Cook Serve Delicious 3, Return One Way Trip, Shadow Gangs, Raji and Ancient Epic, Cake Bash, Cloud Punk, This Is the Zodiac Speaking, Space Crew, Shantae Risky's Revenge Director's a Cut, The Jackbox Party Pack 7, Nine Monkeys of Shaolin, and Equinox Deep Descent. Now to last week's biggest news stories, and we have seven to cover this week. Number one, Microsoft is reportedly bringing xCloud to iOS in 2021 via direct browser-based solution. Adam Bankhurst at IGN writes, Microsoft is reportedly working on a direct browser-based solution that will allow it to bring its cloud gaming service, previously known as Project xCloud, to iOS and iPadOS devices in 2021. As reported by Business Insider and The Verge, Xbox head Phil Spencer revealed the news during a recent internal all-hands meeting. He stated, we absolutely will end up on iOS, we'll end up on iPhones and iPads with Game Pass. The newly announced Amazon Luna may hint at Xbox's alleged plan, and that it will bypass Apple's App Store by being playable through the iOS Safari browser and will not be a native app. Xbox's cloud gaming service recently launched on Android devices for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscribers, However, Apple's App Store policies and guidelines make it very difficult for services like Xbox's Cloud Gaming and Google Stadia to exist on its platform. Apps for streaming services are allowed on Apple's App Store, but only as a catalog app that will help users sign up for the service and see what games are available. The tricky part is that Apple says each game on the service must also have its own individual App Store page, which is a problem for services like Xbox's Cloud Gaming that has over 150 games. Microsoft has spoken out against Apple and its policies who is currently in a fight with Epic Games over Fortnite and its customary 30% cut. While Spencer's comments have yet to be made publicly, he did mention that he would like to see xCloud on Xbox consoles and PC in the future, but that those requests are just a bit further down on a long list of cool things that the xCloud team is working on. Because of not being available on iPhone and iPad, I made the switch to Android. I got a Galaxy tablet and an S10 Lite. I've been enjoying the little bit of time I've been playing Project xCloud usually while watching football or in bed for a few minutes. Using that Razer Kishi controller has made everything so much simpler and pretty much makes it a Nintendo Switch to enjoy all of my Xbox games on. Can't wait for the future of this tech and when they upgrade the consoles in the cloud, really excited for the future. Number two, 10 new titles, critical acclaim and exceptional engagement mark a record year for Xbox Game Studios. This is by Aaron Greenberg, general manager of Xbox Games Marketing at Microsoft on Xbox Wire. I'm inspired by the dedication and extraordinary work across our many talented creative teams within Xbox Game Studios to launch a record number of first-party games this year. In addition to a record-breaking year for games we've launched, many of these titles have earned strong critical acclaim as well as impressive engagement from our fans. The facts. 15 Xbox Game Studios launched to date, 10 of which are brand new titles, and many more to come, a record for Xbox. 1.66 billion hours played by our fans and counting, the most ever year to date for Xbox Game Studios titles. Microsoft Flight Simulator, our longest-running franchise return with an overall Metacritic score of 92, a top-rated PC game this year. Ori and the Will of the Wisps was the highest-rated Xbox game we launched this year with an average Metacritic score of 90. Grounded, a new release from Obsidian, quickly exceeded more than 1 million players, while Sea of Thieves has now surpassed 15 million players to date. 
Wasteland 3 not only was a fan favorite and previously won the award for best RPG at Gamescom, it also had an average Metacritic score of 86. In July, at the Xbox Game Showcase, we announced five new titles from Xbox Game Studios. We remain in awe of everything our players have done as we've seen some incredible in-game stats as well. These include, Microsoft Flight Simulator players have already logged over 26 million flights and more than a billion miles flown, which averages out to 15 times more than the number of real-time flights taken globally each day in 2019, and enough miles to circumnavigate the globe over 40,000 times. Minecraft Dungeons has become a co-op favorite with 6.9 million multiplayer sessions over the past two months, nearly two-thirds of which, 4.4 million, were couch co-op. More than 500 million bugs have been squashed and grounded, but there are over 10 quintillion insects in the world, so we've only exterminated 0.000000000005%. It has been a tremendous year so far, and it's going to get even better with the launch of Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S on November 10th. Across four generations and thousands of games playable this holiday, this will be the largest launch lineup in the history of gaming. We'll be sharing even more details on every game being fully optimized this holiday for the launch of the Xbox Series X and S later this month, as well as showing more gameplay from these titles, so stay tuned for more. Between our growing Xbox Game Studios team, the massive influx of high-quality content from our new partners at Bethesda, and many more unannounced games in development, the future has never been brighter for Xbox gamers. A nice story, although a marketing message, to really highlight all the new Xbox Game Studios games this past year. It is definitely the start of something new, and what we really need this next generation is some 10 out of 10 games from the first party. I can't wait to see what the initiative has been working on whenever we do see that, and the great tidbit from this news story was that very soon we'll be seeing more gameplay of games actually running that are fully optimized for the series X and S. Stay tuned. Number 3, Wolfenstein Dishonored and Prey Collection seemingly coming to Xbox Series X and S. Jordan Allman at IGN writes, Next-gen collections of Bethesda's Wolfenstein, Dishonored, and Prey games seem to be headed to the Xbox Series X and S according to new ESRB ratings. You can check out the ESRB page for Dishonored and Prey the Arcane Collection here, as well as the Wolfenstein Alt History Collection. Xbox Series is listed as the only platform for both ratings, suggesting they could be exclusive to Microsoft consoles, following Microsoft's acquisition of ZeniMax Media, which owns both Arcane and Wolfenstein Studio Machine Games. The Dishonored and Prey the Arcane Collection rating mentions four games, which are most likely Dishonored, Dishonored 2, Dishonored Death of the Outrider, and Prey. The Wolfenstein Alt History Collection blurb also mentions four games, which are most likely Wolfenstein The New Order, Wolfenstein The Old Blood, Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus, and Wolfenstein Young Blood. Given the Xbox series hasn't announced any VR support just yet, it's reasonable to assume Wolfenstein Cyber Pilot has been skipped. The biggest part of this news story for me is that are we going to start to see all of Bethesda's games being exclusive to the console, PC, and Xbox Game Pass? The debate has been heavy online about whether we will see any Bethesda games coming to Sony's PlayStation or the Switch going forward. Microsoft did say a case-by-case -case basis for certain games being exclusive, so this could be the start of something beautiful for Xbox and PC gamers and something sad for everyone else. Number 4. Psychological Horror The Medium releases December 10th for PC, Xbox Series X, and S. Stephanie Nunnally and VG247 writes, Bloober Team, the developers of Observer, have announced a release date for its next horror game, The Medium. The Medium is coming to PC and Xbox Series X and S on December 10th. In this game, you will find yourself playing as Marianne, a medium haunted by visions. She can interact with two worlds, the real and the spirit world. These visions have led her to an abandoned hotel in Krokoa, the site of a tragedy. Because she is a medium, she can interact with the spirit world in order to solve the mysteries of the hotel. As a medium with access to both worlds, the game features controller inputs mapped to each in exploration, and puzzle solving can be simultaneous when needed. Both the real and spirit worlds can be rendered, displayed, interacted with, and explored at the same time. 
The spirit provides Marianne with different skills than her real-world self, such as her out-of-body ability. She can use this to leave her physical self and explore places only accessible as a spirit. At different points in the game, you will find yourself playing in either of the worlds or within both at the same time. The medium features no loading screens as you travel between the worlds. This is exciting as I love horror games, and the medium has seemed to be the first true example of what next-gen could be on Xbox consoles. Can't wait to play this on December 10th as part of Xbox Game Pass. Number 5. Star Wars Squadrons Dev Has No Plans For More Content Jordan Allman at IGN writes, The developers of Star Wars Squadrons have no plans for post-launch content right now, nor an Oculus Quest port. In an interview with Upload VR, Star Wars Squadrons creative director Ian Frazier said, quote, Never say never, but that team has no plans to add to the release product. Frazier explained, quote, We've tried to treat it in kind of an old-school approach, saying, you paid the $40, this is the game, and it's entirely self-contained. We're not planning to add more content, this is the game, and we hope you understand the value proposition, end quote. According to Fraser, the team never intended to treat Squadrons as a live service and provide content over time, instead opting for that old-school approach where everything that you pay for is what you get. I've only played about 3 or 4 hours of Star Wars Squadrons, I just need to make time to play more as I've really been enjoying it, and it is really funny that the one time EA finally wants them to make a live service game, add microtransactions, and add more content, they're not. You can't make this stuff up sometimes. Number 6. Cyberpunk 2077 has officially gone gold. Jason Gassou at Game Informer writes, Earlier today on October 5th, CD Projekt Red revealed that Cyberpunk 2077 has fully gone gold. While this doesn't necessarily mean that the game is bug-free or fully optimized, it does signify that it is one step closer to being released on time. In the tweet's image, you can see Keanu Reeves in-game Doppler holding the coveted physical disc. Super exciting that this game cannot be delayed anymore. I'll see you on November 19th, Night City. Can't wait to sink time into this on my Series X. And number 7, Outriders delayed to 2021. Adam Bankers that IGN writes, Square Enix's Outriders has been delayed to February 2nd, 2021 on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, and PC, Steam, and Epic. However, it will support a complete cross-play experience and will offer free upgrades to next-gen. Outriders was originally set to be released in holiday 2020, but complications due to the COVID-19 pandemic and work process restructuring led to this delay. For those that don't know, Outriders is a 1-3 drop-in drop-out co-op shooter that IGN said in their hands on time feels like what happens when Mass Effect meets Diablo. From what I've seen of this game, it looks like a very generic Destiny, however, early impressions were pretty good and high on the game. Always interested in another live service game just to see what it's like, but for now we'll have to wait a bit longer. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this one is about Project xCloud. To engage in the service, you will need a compatible mobile device that has Android version 6.0 or greater and Bluetooth version 4.0 plus, a compatible Xbox wireless controller with Bluetooth controller mount optional, a 5 GHz Wi-Fi or mobile data connection with 10 MB down, also works on 2.4 GHz, in my experience that has not worked out too well, stay on that 5 GHz connection, and the Xbox Game Streaming app or Xbox Game Pass app. If you have an Android phone or tablet, I really recommend you just checking out the tech. You can usually sign up for Game Pass if you're a new subscriber for $1, and it's really cool to see what the future of gaming could be in the years to come. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox in 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, and leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox in 10. This past week, I've had no time to play video games, very sad, but I'm hoping that this week I will continue to play Star Wars Squadrons in VR with my Oculus Quest. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosa93. I hope you all have a great week and keep on gaming.